Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. Welcome to our Spoilers. I am Adam, the first of three episodes in two days, um, because I am a masochist, I guess. Um, so, let's, uh, talk about the Kingsman first, because given the option between the two, um, because both opened today, and one was on HBO Max, and the showtime was a little bit later, and I wasn't gonna fucking get there in time for the screening, having, leaving, you know, leaving from work and getting there, um, or go to a much later screening, and quite honestly, I'm not a huge fan of two of the three Matrix movies, um, even though I did like the Animatrix, I decided to see Kingsman, the King's Man, in theaters, and good lord in heaven, if this is the best movie I see before Christmas, that's a fucking problem, um, because this movie, it wasn't bad, it's just kind of not great, and it's like, you know... There are certain things about the first Kingsman movie, and then, you know, to a lesser extent, the second Kingsman movie, that make them, fuck me, I gotta see this fucking light now, that make them, you know, watchable and entertaining. Um, and it's not even specifically the cast, even though the cast is a big part of it, and the story is a big part of it. Um, there's very kinetic, and I, I'm, I'm gonna apologize for my voice, because it is really fucking cold. Oh. Um, ow. It is really fucking cold, and I am, uh, still waiting for my car to heat up a little bit. It didn't help that the theater I was in, it felt like they didn't have the heat on properly. So, I can feel my voice, you know, trembling, but, um. I can't guarantee that that's not going to pop up on, on the audio quality, so I apologize for that. Um, so, the first two Kingsman movies, um, very stylish, stylistically inclined, very, um, you know, very kinetic action sequences, very action-oriented movies, uh, and the action plays well within the world that they are in, and, and it, you know, it looks great and, and all of that. This movie doesn't have that. It also doesn't have the Kingsman organization in it too much, and it doesn't even do a good job of setting up the Kingsman organization. Um, and it's kind of just weird. There's kind of like this, like, you know, I'm going to call it Hydra, because it basically is Hydra organization of, you know, bad people throughout history who are trying to do things for reasons that are not entirely explained or clear or anything like that. Like, we know the bad guy is, um, what's it called? The bad guy, we, we know that the bad guy is, um, uh, you know, the Scottish guy who's upset about the oppression 
done by the British, and that's why he's doing all of this. But, you know, if he's going through the effort of, like, you know, doing these roundabout, you know, things where it's like, okay, so plan A was to have Rasputin, um, you know, like, start a, start a war between these three countries, Germany, Britain, and, and Russia, because the three brothers are always in conflict with each other, or the three family members are always in conflict with each other. So, like, feeding into a war was not entirely an, a, a, a difficult thing to do. You know, the right inciting incident would cause a war pretty easily. That, that all makes sense. Um, then comes, uh, you know, then it's like, okay, now it's time for Russia to leave the war, so now we're going to have Rasputin, you know, try to pull him out, and then Rasputin dies. So it's like, okay, so here's our new plan. We're just going to send fucking Lenin in to start a revolution, and then, pull, and then they'll pull out of the war. And it's like, Okay, so if you can go to these great lengths to do this, why not just do things in Scotland instead of going through this great length to start this war to do it? Like, there is an easier path to victory here that doesn't involve all of these additional steps. And it's like, you know, I had the same hang-up with um, No Time to Die, where it's like, well, what's the plan here? What's the villain's plan? And it's like, well you know, how does it intersect with the, the hero's plan, and it's like, the whole thing's kind of ridiculous, um, there's a, the entire, I don't even want to call it a subplot, because it's kind of the plot for, like, two-thirds of a movie, like, of the kid, and, like, what the kid is doing, and then the kid going off to war, and the kid inevitably dying in war, and it's like, well, you know, we, we sat through, like, in total, what's probably, like, 40 minutes of movie, just to incite the dad to do what he was gonna do anyway, like, come on, it's just fucking, it, it, it's just pointless, it's, it's wasting screen time, and it's like, the cast is great, I'm not, I'm not putting down Ray Fiennes, I'm not putting down, um, I don't know how to pronounce his name, um, or Gemma Aderton, or I think, Jamin, Jamin Hansu, I think is his name, um, like, I'm not putting down any of them, they all do great in their roles, but it's like, you know, it's a predictable plot, a really stupid plot at that, and it's like, you know, the big twist is like, oh, well, there's a mole in the British government, and it's like, as soon as they said that, and they have this other guy who's there, I'm like, well, he's the fucking mole, it's pretty obvious, like, what the fuck, like, I don't understand, like, what was the, like, why does this need to be a big fucking reveal, like, it's, 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 it's a no-brainer for anyone who's seen one fucking movie at any point in the past, it's not like it requires a great deal of, um, like, you know, like, figuring out, and it's like, I can look at it and be like, oh, that's him, he did it, there you go, problem solved, move on, and it's like, you know, there's an easier method to get to the ending that he's looking for, and that's revenge on the Brits for, for their years of oppression, totally get that, totally, totally understand that, and, and that would be enough, um, but the movie doesn't really give a reason why, like, here's the thing, if he just wanted revenge on the British, he could have done that without doing that. If he can incite someone to incite a, an insurrection, not an insurrection, a, um, like, incite a revolution, then, yeah, like, why, like, why would he need to go through these great lengths and, and go through all of this? And it's like, Daniel Bruhl, like, very obviously shows himself to not be 100% down with what's going on and putting Germany first and, and, and you know, and his own stuff there. Um... And, and it really is weird that we have this, you know, 
Nick Fury director of S.H.I.E.L.D. moment, but with fucking Hitler at the end of this movie, like, that that doesn't quite sit right with me for obvious reasons. Like, I don't think we needed that. I also don't think we need to continue this nonsense. Um, like, give us a Kingsman 3, um, but make it as good as 1, and then, like, even if they make it as good as 2, I'll deal with that. But, like, this plot is nonsensical. And the thing is, too, it's not like the plot is doing anything that's, like, too extreme. It's kind of like they tried to figure out a way to shoehorn their plot into history of what happened during World War II, and it doesn't entirely work 100% perfectly. Um, but it's like, yeah, close enough. And it's like to the point where it's like the movie's going on, and I'm like, I could have swore that this actually happened with the, with Archduke Ferdinand, um, and it's like they're going through the story of what happened with Archduke, and then I, I read the Wikipedia, I'm like, oh, okay, that did, that did happen with, with Archduke Ferdinand, kind of similar. Um, but, like, the entire thing comes down to, like, you know, they have a set story already, and it's like, well, how can we wedge ourselves in there and fit it in and have it work? And it's like, well, you know, all that. And it's like, you know, the amount of time they spend showing us on screen them trying to decode the Zimmerman telegram, it's like, it's not needed, because we know what happens. Like, the Zimmerman telegram is a key piece of history going into the war. It's like, cool, like, like... You don't need to go that, you know, that, like, you don't need to show us this long time to, you know, do that, when it's, like, the ultimate outcome is going to be disregarded anyway. Um, and it's like, look, you know, the, the whole subplot with the kid is, you know, entirely pointless, because it amounts to absolutely nothing, because the kid ends up dead, and it's like, it's not really gets called back in a cool way that, that's, you know, relevant, um, like... All of the references to Kingsman as a whole are kind of superficial at best, um, with, like, minor references to, like, you know, like, manners maketh man, you know, there, there's a reference to that, there, like, there are so many small things in the movie that reference where it's going, um, but it doesn't seem interested in telling us the story of how we actually get there, um, I don't know. I feel like this is a misfire by Matthew Vaughn, which is strange, because he usually is a pretty good director of comic book stuff, like Kick-Ass and Kick-Ass 2 were good, um, you know, the first two Kingsman movies were, you know, good and, and okay, um, you know, one of my favorite X-Men, probably my favorite X-Men movie, excluding Logan, which isn't an X-Men movie, it's a Wolverine movie, but my favorite X-Men movie is, is, you know, probably First Class, and he directed that too, and, you know, I, I just don't see how this how did this happen is the question I have it's kind of like you know when you when you come across a crime scene and you're like well what happened here why did this happen this way what went wrong that led to this outcome you know usually it's like a dead body but in this case it's a it's a movie that's just kind of not well executed by any stretch of the imagination like there are so many things that you know, not need to go right to make a movie work, but I would say, you know, there are so many moving parts here that it's hard to pin blame on any one thing and be like, well, that's the problem. And I think this movie has a fundamental problem where the narrative fails, and because the narrative fails, everything else kind of falls with it because it's not like there's an outstanding acting performance to, to really focus around in, in, you know, the vein of Joker or something else. It's not like the, the outstanding direction or action where it's like, okay, well, we'll deal with that. I mean, there's a, there's a few uh, cool choreography scenes, like the, like the, uh, the fight with, um, with Ray Fiennes and his son fighting um, Rasputin in Russia. That's pretty cool. But, like, you know, 
if that's the height of the movie, and, and you're and you're blowing that load about halfway through, then what's the point of this? Like, especially considering how much Rasputin is advertised to be in the movie, he's really not in the movie all that much, but he, it's a memorable role. And I, I think that it, it it's not enough to salvage this. I think that that's that's a problem. Um, I, I feel like a lot of the cast is actually wasted to an extent. Um, yeah, I don't really... I, there's not really too much more to say about this besides, like... You know, this movie could have been better. There, it's like, structurally, there are a few things you can move around to make the movie... F- no, I mean, I think you would need a complete rewrite of this movie to fix it. I don't think it's a movie where it's like, oh, well, one or two things were moderately tweaked in the story. We could probably you know, pull something out of it and make it, you know, watchable. I, I don't think this is one of those cases, though. I think you would need to, from the ground up, completely rework the entire thing. You can keep the characters, and you can keep the general plot, but you would need to basically start from the ground up and be like, we are we are completely starting fresh. We are, you know, we're not going to, you know... Yeah, you would need, you would need to start completely fresh. It's, you, you can't spend as much time as you do with the sun. You can you can have the sun die early. Or the sun can be eliminated altogether, which is, again, a problem. Considering that, like, the only thing the sun does is, like, help deliver the actual original text of the Zimmerman telegram. But that's not needed when you have this group that's like, oh, we, we, we have a spy network of all of, like, the servants and, and you know, the butler staff and all of that. That's an easy enough thing to write yourself around. You don't need to write this additional subplot in to be like, oh, well, how do we get this? And it's like, you know, the whole thing is silly. And how he ends up dead is ridiculous. It's like, you know, the, the amount of contrivances they have to go through to have this guy end up dead is, is fucking ridiculous. It's just, it's just like, why are we even bothering? You could have just shot him in the beginning. And, and, like, that would have, like, the death of his wife and son in the beginning would have been more than enough to be, like, you know, this is why I'm going to be a, um, be a pacifist. That's more than enough right there. Uh, I don't think you necessarily, need, like, he was in the Red Cross, and then even doing that is not enough. And it's, like, there, there's so much that could have been done differently that would have led to a better outcome that I don't. And I hate being, like, entirely the movie's plot is the problem. But you can overlook a, a plot with issues or a plot with holes to an extent if you are... If there are other things there that kind of offset, but this doesn't have that. There's nothing that really offsets the, the plot having its fundamental issues. Um, and I think that's ultimately the problem here. Uh, <sighs> Sorry. Exhausted. Um, I, I can't really say too much else about that. It's kind of not a problem to, per se, but no, it is a problem. It's, it, it's a fundamental failing of storytelling that leads to this movie's issues. I'm not gonna, you know, sit here and, 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 and play nice. It's that's what the problem is. That's why this movie does what it does, does what it does poorly, and ends up with what we got. Um, ultimately, they could have done differently, and if they, had they done differently, the end result would have been better. Um, and, and that would have led to a more enjoyable experience. I can't endorse seeing this movie in theaters, um, you know, COVID or not, because it's it, it's just, 
there are failings of entertainment that that are too um, what's it called that are that are too grievous even for what's it called even for um, even for us to look at and be like to overlook that's the word I'm looking for um, I do believe that's all I have for today um, so tonight I have downloaded Hawkeye and uh, the finale of Hawkeye and uh, The Matrix Resurrections. Uh, I'm going to watch Hawkeye first, then The Matrix. I hope I get a good enough gist of The Matrix before I pass out to be able to do a full review of it. Uh, I'll, I'll be able to get through the whole thing. It's only 8 o'clock. It's only like 9 o'clock. I'll be able to get through both tonight. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, definitely tomorrow morning Hawkeye and then The Matrix at, uh, in the evening. Um, but, yeah, I, I just, um, yeah, I mean... Hopefully, The Matrix is the better movie this weekend um, of the two. I'm, you know, not feeling that it is going to be. Um, but, yeah. Um, so, The Kingsman, skip it. Maybe watch it when it's on cable. Not that... Like, it's a rated R movie, but it really could have been PG-13. Like, with a moderate tone down of the cursing and a moderate tone down of the blood, like, it would have been a PG-13 movie. Like, there's no like, nudity, there's no, like, you know, Eggsy going to, to fuck a girl in the ass, like, there, there's nothing there that makes it unnecessary, like, a, this movie needs to be rated R, in the same way that Logan, I don't think you could do without it being rated R, um, I don't think you could, like, there are, there are rated R movies that you need to do rated R, um, I don't think this is one of them, um, what else did I want to talk about, oh, the Batman trailer, I've seen the Batman trailer, like, three times in the last week, um, because they play before every movie, and I saw, uh, No Way Home twice, um, once with my brother, and then, you know, when I did the review of it on opening night, um, so, and then I, I saw, I saw it, you know, twice there, then here I saw it again, and I think that having seen Nightmare Alley, which, um, Nightmare Alley, which is a, a film noir, um, I think that had I not seen that, I wouldn't have had this new take on it. Um, I think that there's a chance this movie could be great, um, and I think that the choice to, you know, make it where, like, the Batman is very little DC-oriented, and it's kind of, you know, that, it's, it's very much inspired by, you know, noir, um, and I think that that could work in its favor, and it could, it could actually be a pretty solid movie, but again, I think that, you know, in the same way that, like, I can, like, The Dark Knight's a great movie, but I'll never rewatch it, because it's one of those things where it's like, why the fuck am I, like, and that's most Christopher Nolan movies, like, they're good for one viewing, and then after that, you can't watch it again, um, I think it, this could be the same thing, where it's like, I'll watch it once in theaters, and then when I get it on DVD, I'll watch it again. But I don't think that necessarily I am going to, you know, step out of, you know, this is a movie that's going to necessarily be one that's rewatchable over and over again. In the same way that like, I referenced Logan earlier. Like, Logan, I can watch over and over again. Um, I don't think I can rewatch. Like, based on the trailer, doesn't look like a rewatchable movie. Also, in a world where this movie is what it appears to be, if that's accurate, I don't understand how you're doing all these spin-offs out of it, where it's like, that feels to go against the, the nature of what this is, 
which is, you know, kind of standalone. You're telling the story, like, to to be on its own and, and stand on its own two feet and be its own thing, where it's, like, it's not tied into a DC universe anywhere, so why does it need to, you know... And now we're going to start a bunch of spinoffs of it, so get the fuck ready. Like, I don't need all of that. Like, just give me the... Like, just give the movie, let the movie stand on its own, and it's, like, well, now, like... It feels like DC is repeating the mistake it made that led to Justice League being what it was in their streaming platform where, you know, Marvel had a plan. And when you when you listen to Bob Iger's book, which I did, um, he talked about the plan for streaming and how he, he before, like years before Disney Plus launched, they they restructured everything to, to make it where they wanted to uh, incentivize... Um, what's it called, incentivize certain aspects of, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, um, like, you know, how they calculate streaming revenue and all that for bonuses, um, in a world where they did that, like, they were ready for this out of the gate, and while HBO Max has been kind of stumbling out of the gate, it feels like in an effort to catch up to where Marvel is in streaming, they're kind of like, fuck it, do whatever, do, do it, do it, do it, do it. Um, and it's less about what the story is and more about what they can, you know, pump out quick. Um, so it feels like they're repeating the same mistake again, but, you know, on streaming now instead of theatrically. Um, so just a thought. Um, so yeah, so we'll be back with Hawkeye tomorrow morning, The Matrix tomorrow evening, and, uh, Don't Look Up this weekend, too. I forgot that also comes out. Um, so yeah. So until then, have a great rest of your week. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.